0: This is something that's great about not a huge fan at this stage in, is that we still have real jobs. Yeah. And so you're going to hear stuff that we're talking about that you will never hear about in any mainstream news source because none of those people have real jobs because Right, they get paid by their mainstream news stores. It's very crazy how, without getting into any details, it's very crazy how in the contemporary workplace environment, in order to survive, you have to listen to to people who are above you being insane and you have to allow them to take out their personal frustrations on you and you just have to sit there and take it and you can't say anything back. Right. And if you say anything back, you get in trouble. Yeah. And it doesn't you matter. you have that at work? Yeah. And it doesn't matter if the person is totally nuts, totally wrong. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they've had a bad day and then they're now blaming you for something that you had no control over or something like that. And they can be unstable, yada yada. But if they are in a position of power above you, you just have to fucking take it. Yep. You can't talk back. You can't. You can't. You know, sh- I can't say. Uh, here are examples of exactly why you're wrong. Right. <laughs> you know, I can't do that. Yeah. Because that's not the way the hierarchy works. I just have to eat the shit. Mm-hmm. And sit there and just be like, okay, because I'm, I have a different title than you. Yes. I that, now that have to That somehow to grants you this or grants you this insane, this power. ridiculous power. And, I mean, uh, it's really interesting. Somebody recently showed me a book, I think called Principles or something. It's about Bridgewater Capital. I'm sure you've heard about Bridgewater Capital, right? right? Have we talked about this? I don't
1: think so. Not on the podcast.
0: What's the guy? We should find the guy's name. Bridgewater Capital guy. But anyway, there's a notorious hedge fund in Connecticut called Bridgewater Capital, and they're famous for a policy of utter transparency. So what that means is... Bridgewater Associates? I think so, yeah. They can... Bridgewater Associates. They can say anybody there can be utterly completely transparently honest with anybody else there so if you have a boss that tells you to do something that's stupid or if you have a boss who's taking out their emotions on you in an abusive and inappropriate way um ray dalio ray Dalio, yeah and he has a cool book principles principles yeah and uh he got obsessed with this idea of all the inefficiencies that take place because of uh people being afraid of saying for risk of their job for saying the truth back to their employees or or coworkers. excuse me. So uh, this allows anybody at the company to basically have a verbal face-off with anybody else at the company and your job is not at risk at all. So if you have some insane, unstable boss in front of you and they take out their anger on you or they ask you to do something that's wrong, you can gather evidence and have like a public uh, hashing out of it with that's them. That's great. It's, it's amazing. I would do well there. I know. We would both do really well there because it's like, you know, I don't... Some people are just good at doing the emotional service, right? I mean, yeah. I have uh, good friends who are great at that and that's, what, that's a talent. And I'm not going to say that that's not a good talent because emotional being able to take emotional pain and uh, not let it get to you. And also being able to make everybody else around you feel comfortable all the time. That's a very important skill that I don't have,
1: (laughs) but it's a skill.
0: (laughs) And, uh, but on the other hand, if the goal of your company is to make money or to be efficient or to have a product, all that emotional bullshit doesn't help. It detracts. And, uh, You know, just because somebody happens to be in a position of above you and then you then can't correct them. Yes. You're not allowed to say what you're talking about makes no sense. Yeah, Uh, which is very
1: much the case in Hollywood and Hollywood industry adjacent jobs. Right. You Uh, can't do any kind of upwards management.
0: No upwards. No, nothing runs uphill. You just have to take the shit. You can act and then get criticized for it. And that's basically it. Or not act. And even if the criticism is based on nothing, you just have to take it. And what's really fucked up is most people don't abuse the system. You know, things always get heated. And yeah, when somebody's above you and they're trying to get you to do something, there's always going to be some level of, um, you know, uh, like tension. But some people really... But... but, (laughs) Some people really abuse their power, you know they they're in this position of power, and then they're having a bad day, so they feel like or they make a mistake and they then just lash out at you, yeah, even though you had no ability
1: yeah, they're gonna shit on you right i'm not having i mean my struggle's a little different i i i mean I've had those bosses before I'm not in that situation right now, that was like a previous my old job it was like that we yeah. had a very toxic nightmare boss right, and it was the it was this thing where like you couldn't he would get mad if you challenged him in a meeting or something Yeah, as though it was like a personal affront because right. he was, his ego was so tied up in it. And it was mainly because he was a short man who had failed in his soccer career in college. And now <laughs> he was forever taking that out on the rest of us. Right. And forever he,
0: taking That's totally, yeah. and I think all of
1: those people are deeply
0: damaged who get in these position of powers and then and they just abuse yeah. the people. Well,
1: because that's part of the excitement. Like one thing, I wrote a I wrote a Facebook post about this. It's, it's an annoying thing to say. I, but it, it got a lot of heat on it. A lot of people were liking it and sharing it. And I talked about how one of the traps that happens in jobs is that young people think that being a boss is like this thing that they should aspire to be because they want the trappings of authority and like bossing people around. And w- what happens is a lot of really toxic shitheads start to decide that they want to manage other people. So they kind of like go for those jobs and they take minimal salary increases and there's no real benefit to it, but they're just thrilled with the idea of walking around. Yeah, they and like being to be in, in charge.
0: Well, and being in control does make you happier. I mean, and again, I don't have a problem with the hierarchy. I really don't. And I actually really love the place I currently work. I'm speaking generally here. Yes. Uh <laughs> so um I, you know, I'm definitely speaking generally. It's just the in all the jobs I've ever had, there are people in that hierarchy who take advantage of it to really harm other people in a way that is not helpful to anyone. And it's just. uh Yeah, you know, it's like they get they get their ego tied up in it. So when something goes wrong they can't allow it to get in. So they just have to like shit it out. And they're, the people nearby them just have to take the shit because they're in this stupid situation where you're not allowed to no. throw the shit back. We had,
1: know? we had this, the founder of my old company, my previous job was, he's a, like a self-styled Steve Jobs-esque figure. This
0: is the soccer guy? No, this, this is, is a different guy. The,
1: the soccer guy was one of the, the soccer guy came in when the company was going bankrupt and they needed investment partners. And that's when we got these heels. But before that, the company was founded and run by this guy who would actually worked at Apple, which was even worse. And he'd been involved in the initial construction of iTunes. So he thought himself like just an amazing... He really thought that he was an innovator and an incredible guy. But, and he couldn't see any of his weaknesses. So when he first started the company, he hired all these like young people fresh out of college, and his ego was so tied up in them being these brilliant hires that he'd made because he identified talent so well. But most of them were like mediocrities. They weren't really that good. They just fawned over him and allowed him to to feel like he was a, a cool guy. So we were stuck with these like medioc these mediocre middle and upper management people forever and he wouldn't get rid of any of them because his ego was so tied to their success. So when this, oh, I see. That's w- interesting. When this investment company came in and they saw that we had all these knobs <laughs> yeah, in right. middle management, they're like, we got to fucking get, we'll rid, get of rid of tools. these tools. Yeah. He wouldn't let that happen. And we had one guy who was useless in one position, and he just got moved over to another one because the boss is like, well, no, he's, he's a brilliant guy. We can't lose him. So they're like, okay, we'll just put him over here but he was a worthless hunk of shit there too. And then eventually he got gotten rid of, but it was that same like tying your ego and your personal worth to these out, these business things that yeah. you can't do. Like you, if you want to be good, you kind of have to not have an ego about decisions and you have to be able to be like, Oh, I made a bad decision. This guy is a better one. We're going to take his, exa- what, right. his decision yeah, yeah. and implement that. And this guy was just constitutionally incapable of that. You couldn't bring anything up in a meeting because he'd get upset. You couldn't say, well, we have the workflow. It doesn't make any sense. Why don't we streamline right, it? because then
0: they'll get it. Right, right, right. It's so like, listen, attended. okay,
1: what do you know? And it's like, okay, I'm just trying to make work better for everyone. I'm not trying to attack you. Right. But they don't right. perceive it that way.
0: No, 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 they definitely don't.
1: The, the struggle now is I have an extrovert boss who was promoted because he was an extrovert. So now uh, we have to deal with this, like, mess because his only qualification is that he's extroverted <laughs> and goofy.
0: But you like him, right?
1: I like I like him as a person. He's a fine human being. He's a disaster as a boss. And oh, if you're okay. listening to this, you should stop because I told you not to get involved with my shit. Yeah. Um but he he's just non functional as a manager and everyone is annoyed with him on on top and underneath. Yeah. And it's like He's only there because people are like, oh, he's a a goofy, fun-loving guy. (laughs) And it's really fucking him very badly. Yeah. And the thing that this guy does is he tries to solve problems because he's an extrovert and he's a people pleaser. He tries to solve problems outside of his purview. So another department will give us a problem, like work that's shoddy or fucked up. And instead of saying, nope, you guys need to give us better quality work, he will fix it. So then we all get bogged down in fixing work that we didn't fuck up in the first place. And I had a conversation. I was like, you, you do this thing where like somebody throws a grenade at you and you jump on top of it. And what you should be doing is throwing those grenades right back at them. And you mm. seem incapable of doing that. He's <laughs> like, well, somebody has to solve the problem. I'm like, yeah, but it ain't always you.
0: Mm. You're pro-buck passing.
1: I'm In corporations, you have to and to engage in bureaucratic warfare which is what it turns into because all departments protect their themselves. Yes, that's definitely true. You have this is unfortunate and this is not how I would run my company. I would have a much flatter departmentless company. But in corporations they have departments and there's meetings and there's interdepartment squabbles. And in these cases you must pass the buck because the only way to fix the system is to let it break a few times and then this giant problem won't be put I in your see. lap. Yeah,
0: that's actually a very good point. It's like, yeah, you have to pass the buck so then nobody does it and there's a breakdown yeah. and then you have to figure out... And then you job identify where the breakdown yeah, is.
1: And right, if you're clear of the breakdown, if it's yeah. not happening in your department, you're going to be okay because yeah. they're going to zero in on where the problem is. But right. what happens in a lot of companies is they allow... The other departments to be dysfunctional, and then it's like we have to clean up their mess.
0: Well, but at the end of the day, it is true that there's going to be a small minority of people that do basically all the work. Sure, yeah, you know, and so that's always going to happen. You know, there's going to be most people are just going to skate skate through. You yeah, know? I mean, I, I but, we have people uh,
1: just, uh, like I'm not into it, but it's just like there's ways know? to battle it in a more effective manner and there's ways to kind of because one of your jobs as a boss is to protect your underlings that's your job and a lot of people that are bosses don't remember that yeah but the way to get maximum loyalty and work quality out of your underlings is if they're like that guy's on my fucking side in almost any circumstance except for i am a huge fuck up Right, right so when you don't when you don't do that and you allow other departments to fuck you and you're like, we're going to fix this problem that somebody else created. Oh, yeah, that,
0: that's true. That turns people against you. Because yeah. then
1: it's like, yeah, oh, you just gave
0: us a shit ton more work. Yeah, we, we, we should have, have spit back out. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to
1: be here at, until 9 o'clock tonight because yeah. you don't have the balls to say, no, you fucked this up. You guys need to be here until 9. Right, And then yeah. we will do our part of the job tomorrow. Sorry. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's totally true. That's a, that's a very good point. No. Um, All right. Well, I don't want to get into us just whining about our fucking jobs all the time. I mean, that is the good thing, but it's also like, you know, one day when we're bosses, there's going to be a bunch of shitheads complaining about us too, I'm I'm a
1: great boss. Yeah. Uh Uh, Everyone has loved my bossing. Really? Okay. I mean, I stopped doing any management a long time ago. Uh, but when I was young, I was kind of into managing and I had a few managerial positions and people liked it. People like what I did. If
0: you stay where you are now, will you move up to some sort of manager? They
1: will probably try to promote me. I, I won't do it because they don't support, they don't set up their bosses to succeed. This guy's fucked because they set him up to fail or at least they didn't set him up to, to be good. So I don't want to work at it. I don't want to be a manager in a company that does that. Hmm. You have If you work at a company and your bosses are in a disaster a lot of the time, that's not always their fault. It's usually because the companies just fuck them. Companies overload middle management with work. They just dump all this work on the middle managers and just like figure it out. Bad companies do that. So if your company does that, you don't want to be in a middle management position because your life will get ruined. Whereas if you're just a cog and you just do your dumb thing that you do every day, it'll be fine. Hmm. So,
0: so you're saying the middle managers, what's the, what, you mean they just have an insane amount of work to do? Yeah, like
1: they, they have too many people bugging them. They have too much work to oversee. And in our case, they're responsible not only for like overseeing our work, but also doing their own. It's just too much shit for a person to do.
0: Right, so
1: right. until the company structures itself so that it's not fucking the middle management, you don't want to be a boss. Whatever paltry salary increase is going to be tied to that, it's not going to be worth it. I'd rather right. make less money and be happier. Just go to work, drink my coffee, do my bullshit, and walk out the door at the time I want to. Yeah, That's a much yeah. better life to me than like, oh, I make 10 grand more. And, and I have
0: to respond to 80 billion fucking emails yes, constantly. Yeah my, yeah,
1: my bosses are overloaded with emails and meetings. Right. And oh, I, I would rather do construction work in North Carolina in the height of summer than have to <laughs> deal with that horseshit. shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Anyway. Sure. Well, I could talk about work stuff all day. Do you do I could, you love it. You could, both love it and hate it. You I could write a book. I should
0: write a book. You should write a book and you should also like get into like like corporate structure consulting. Yeah, I should be a consultant. Should, Hire me. You should work at McKinsey or whatever. I will come fix
1: your business if you listen to me. The you problem know that's
0: is, what those consulting firms do, man. Yeah. You should nobody. The problem did.
1: is nobody listens to me until it's too late. I'm yeah. like Cassandra. I, I I make these predictions and then everybody's like, Nah, you're just fucking well, grump. Maybe
0: you should just try to you know assert yourself more in that yeah. way. I could see you getting into that. Anyway, all right. So enough of us whining, whining, whining. Um, <laughs> it, it, a lot of people contacted me about the wedding episode and they were just like that. It was just two cranky men
1: just whining. Fuck them. They're just mad.
0: It's, that was, I will say that that was probably our most negative episode ever.
1: That or the merch episode.
0: Yeah. we, we Well, you and I just like shitting on things. We really do.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't have any. Somebody's got to do it. I don't have any crying about, bitching about stuff. I love being negative. It's great.
0: I know. It's just how I'm oriented. Yeah. You know, it's like I can't help it. It's just the way it is. If this
1: was a podcast where we're like celebrating everything, like. You know what I did this weekend? I went to the most amazing coffee shop. I know, right. And it's like, Santa you know
0: Monica. what? What I'm going to say is I hate when other people are like that. Yeah. So I'm, I'm treating others how I want to be treated. Yeah. When I go to a meeting, I want to hear all the bad news. I yeah. don't want to hear any of the fucking good news. No. I want to hear what we need to work on now to like get the drama, what's exciting. You know, I don't want to hear like, this is going great. And this is going great. Yeah. And this is going great. Like I don't want things to be going people great. People snapping after somebody says Yeah, something. like, ooh, this is amazing. Ugh. You're amazing. Like, no, I want things to not be amazing. Yeah,
1: if you don't like negativity, stop listening. Fuck yeah. out of here. It's called not a huge fan, okay?
0: Okay. <laughs>